0: Case in
1: fun. all right boys we all have our favorite teams and we have our favorite players on our favorite teams but what i want to know is who is your least favorite player that has ever played for one of your favorite teams aiden i'm gonna start with you
2: oh that's such a hard one um because I immediately simp for uh, any player that's ever played for my teams. Fair enough. Uh, um, who was... Oh, okay, this this is bad that I don't know this. Um, who was the kicker that induced the double doink?
1: Piniero?
2: No, no, it definitely wasn't. Parky? Because it, was Parky? it was It was Cody Parky. Yeah, it was Cody so Parky. Like, I hate saying Cody Parkey, but, like, if I'm putting it in any other terms, because, like, that's the thing. Like, I don't think I've hated, I don't really hate many players. Oh, no, never mind. Javon Wims. Hands down. Javon Wims. I don't even know what I'm saying. Mean, so
1: quickly. <laughs> Guy's an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair.
2: It it took me 10 seconds. I was like, I actually started thinking about it because like, I wasn't really thinking about it before. I was more just trying to think of Cody Parkey's name. But as soon as I started thinking about like players that I actually hate, it is Javon Wims, hands down.
1: That's a good one. The guy (laughs) that punched Chauncey Gardner-Johnson in the face while he has a helmet on. Great call. High IQ. High IQ player right there.
2: And then did he do it again? What did he get ejected for again? I don't know. I have no idea. Something stupid.
1: Blew the game versus the Saints. Exactly. Oh, he dropped. He dropped Trubisky's touchdown, right?
2: Yeah, but then uh, I, I think he got another the fight.
1: Win. Nice. Because
2: <laughs> nice. then they didn't have anyone to put in. So, but, yep.
1: <laughs> well, outside Alan Robinson, they didn't really have much. Anyways, Brady, how about you? Um, least favorite player.
0: Uh, probably like ninety percent of the Leafs roster from the past decade.
1: <laughs> um,
0: specifically like Cody Cece don't you dare talk bad about cody cc um, don't you dare i'm glad he worked out for you it's just he was a negative 34 when he played for us so it's just, you know it's not ideal and he cost us many many things um and then also i think i have to say aaron hernandez right i think well yeah yeah i, I would i would hold a couple days so. so i don't I guess I, I, I don't like, I don't like him. So <laughs>
1: that's not great. eh? um, what, so I was expecting, I was expecting CC from you, but I was also expecting like a Jake Gardner mention. said it, Jake, the snake.
0: Oh, my bad. I didn't hear that. He, he did the giveaway that, uh, I mean, like, and also like kind of Freddie, but I kind of you know, he's at least he has some redeeming qualities, but, yeah. um, Jake was the one that gave that horrible giveaway, like behind the net and they scored. Mm hmm. And lost the series, but uh, and so I guess you could say Dion for enough as well for his mishaps. Yeah, but you can't because the double Dion. You know, double Dion,
1: <laughs> double Dion. <DR. laughs> uh, yeah. Matthews, how about you, buddy?
3: I don't really hate anybody that played for the teams, but if I if I had to pick one that I dislike, it's probably Martellus Bennett.
0: Oh, uh, uh, interesting. stick with the onside. John oh, Paul, yeah, yeah, he was pretty bad oh, too. Yeah. But I
3: feel bad for him because people were like yeah. giving him death threats and
0: shit.
2: Ryan,
1: I actually I thought oh sorry, go ahead, Aiden.
2: I was gonna say, to be fair, I could get on that train as well, Ryan. Like I could <laughs> like I friggin' I hate Martellus Bennett. Uh ever since he got in that fight with Kyle Fuller at practice, because like oh, yeah. Fuller hit him just a little too hard on accident and then Bennett like attacked him. Like I can't stand the guy
3: it's football you're in the nfl he's he's a bunch of shit like like when he left green bay everybody was like like it was the weirdest thing ever he like accused the doctors of like mistreating him and like if if you know who the green bay doctors is are it's like specifically this one dude but everybody in the league goes to him because he's at like the top of his field like he's never had any like any allegations or anything like that before
1: that would be like one of the biggest flexes of an organization is to, like, like just know that you have like the best doctor staff.
3: Yeah, like it, it, I, mean, I think he's a specifically a either he's either ACL guy or a ankle guy. I can't remember, but he's like everybody in the league goes and sees him. Pretty special, uh, Ryan. I, oh, go ahead.
2: Aiden. We should start a petition to get the uh, L.A. Chargers team uh, trained up by
1: him. Damn it! I was gonna make a Tyrod Taylor joke. They need a crowdfund for it, though. <laughs> Ryan could do a better um, job. Yeah, maybe. I bet you, I bet you Ryan could. Um, uh, Ryan, I'm surprised you didn't say Matt Cook. He's probably my least favorite player that I've ever played for Pitt. Like, I hated him.
3: Um, yeah, he's like, bad. Yeah. Like, he I guess I didn't
1: really think of him.
3: I was leaving him for you, so you'd have something to say. Oh, thanks, um, man. I really appreciate that. What yeah, a team player.
1: No, yeah, no problem. For sure, for sure. Yeah, no doubt no yeah man, I think... Doubt like Matt like taking out Eric Carlson like it wasn't like a, a obnoxiously dirty play but that's like one that stands out in history but like the one thing that's different between him and Tom Wilson is uh, Matt Cook like met with the like our coaching staff and ownership sat down with Matt Cook and was like hey listen no you're not doing this anymore and so they they straightened him up pretty good uh fun little fun little tidbit there um but it looks like we have another special guest in the studio here today a special guest do you have a least favorite player that's ever played on one of your favorite teams?
4: You actually already mentioned him, but uh big Dion Phaneuf, not a fan, never was just the way the guy played kind of everything about him just put me the wrong way him and yeah uh, <laughs> and you you said the actually the exact same thing uh Freddie was the other guy I'm not a big fan of, but at the same time, I can respect Freddie. I just Dion had nothing going for him, and I just couldn't <laughs> stand
1: him couldn't stand him I love yeah him. i mean like i was never a Leafs fan when he was in calgary he was sick and then obviously yeah, you know yeah the double Dion is the most iconic play in hockey history that's Dude. a joke um but yeah like i, I get it as a leaf fan i i would i would understand that um so everybody welcome back to the case podcast as you guys can tell we have the four of us here today but we're also joined by a, a very dear friend of ours ryan tomlin hello welcome to the welcome to the to the pod it's been a long time coming Thank you. Thank you.
4: Yeah, many times uh, you guys have talked about having me on, but always dodging it or been a little bit too busy, more so too busy. I would never dodge you guys, but
1: <laughs> oh, we appreciate that. But it's it's finally good that we're going to have you on. And uh, as you can tell from the intro, Ryan's a big hockey guy. So I think we're going to do a little bit of a hockey episode today. Playoffs are just uh, just around the corner. Um, Brady, you want to take us through what we're doing today?
0: Yeah, so the NHL season 56 game seasons a little shorter it's uh it's wrapping up with its new divisions so we're gonna have a little bit of a playoff preview um nothing crazy or in-depth just kind of give some thoughts about um you know we'll go into our favorite teams pittsburgh and toronto and it may be no i was gonna say calgary for aiden but they are not in the playoffs um and then or i guess st louis is we can we can go with that if you want aiden or uh we can just skip that. I, I, <laughs> well, gen- I guess not. It's fine.
1: <laughs>
2: I, I genuinely don't know anything about hockey. So, um, that would there be a, day. if you guys wanted to talk about it, then, uh, sure. Go wild. But, um, we do not. Okay. Well, there we go. then.
0: <laughs> so we'll talk about Leafs and, uh, leaves and pens and then, uh, just, yeah, give a little overview of the, the matchups as they stand right now. I think there's a, I think the East and the, mm, East is confirmed. Iran. I mean, the North is pretty much confirmed, and then the other two. The I Central's, think, done. Central's the done. Central. So the Central West yeah. is what we're waiting on. Yeah, the West
1: still has like every single one of the playoffs teams still has two games, except for Vegas, who has one. But it's it's. Well, well, I mean, we'll get there, Brady. You you take me along, and I'm here for the adventure. I'm yeah. just supporting
0: cast. I was just gonna assume that they stay where they are just to make it easy, and then we can do the matchups from there. And then yeah, just. If anyone has hot takes or who they see going deep, um, who they see getting upset early, um, yeah, just have some fun with it. So, let's start in the east. Um, we got the Pittsburgh Penguins winning that division. So, congratulations, Matthews and Keish on that. And you are facing, you how I called that. You, yeah, you did call it. I said the Rangers, so I, you know, I owe, I owe you 40 bucks. That was the deal. Uh, egg on just, your face. He just came last. I also didn't bet on it, but I just want to give him free money just because I love him. Um, oh. First round matchup versus the Islanders. You guys were uh, six and two, or at least like six wins, six losses. I, I didn't really count over time and stuff um, in my records here. You we were six and two on the season series versus them. But as Ryan likes to say, or I guess both of you like to say they are the penguin killers. So uh, are you, one of you two, Keish, you start, uh, take me through it. All
1: right. So first off, I just want to talk about the Penguins season, just as a general. It's, it's, the Penguins were, like, it was Penguins and the Blackhawks. When you talk about the last 15 years of hockey, those are the two teams that dominated it, each with three cups, dominant seasons. When they got going in the playoffs, they got going. Obviously, these teams are, like, winding down now, so their windows are closing. The Blackhawks didn't make the playoffs this year, unfortunately. Sorry, Mitch. But <laughs> the, Penguins, the Penguins, however, top of the division, and this team looks strong. We're talking about the best first line in hockey with the only team with three 20, 20 plus goal scorers on their first line. Um, Brian Russ, probably the most underrated player in the NHL. Jake Gensel is finally getting some recognition in the last like two, three years, I would say. Um, he's going to be a first liner for Team America uh, in the in the Olympics. And then you have the third best player in NHL history, Sidney Crosby, still doing Sidney Crosby type things. If it wasn't for McDavid having one of the best offensive seasons of all time, like this guy is, is, uh, you know, in contention to win the heart, but I don't even think there's a, there's a contest this year. It's McDavid and McDavid alone. Although Matthews, great season, 40 goals in 56 games. Unbelievable. Um, but then you you go through, you go through the rest of the Penguins roster. Like our second line is Zucker, Malkin and Kapanen captain malkin that combo has been deadly all year i don't love zucker up there but he's been so good and then you go to the third line which is carter mccann and pretty much whoever honestly whoever they want to like throw in there like on the on the current day because of all the injuries we've been like really cycling it through but i think it's going to be freddie goudreau coming in the guy is a phenomenal penalty killer doesn't lose face-offs i think he was like there was like two games in a row where he won like like 93 percent of his face-offs or something like that unbelievable And then fourth line, Zach Aston-Reese, Teddy Bluger, Brandon Tanev. If the Penguins rolled that out as our second line, I would be happy with it. Like, it is so good defensively, and they're just a spark plug line, and I think you need that. Going deep in the playoffs, you need a line that can, like, you know, your top two lines get shut down a little bit. These guys can get in there, go up against the fourth line, get chippy, get aggressive, but they can still bury. Teddy Bluger and Brandon Tanev, it's like once every three games, they're scoring a shorthanded goal on the penalty kill defensively Dumin Latang, Matheson CC, Patterson Marino. Um CC Matheson probably like if I told you if I if Ryan and I at the beginning of the season talked and said this was going to be our top or our second line defensive pairing, we probably both would have had a meltdown. Uh Matheson in terms of offensive production has been stellar. CC has been a defensive defenseman and that's all that's what he's good at right like he doesn't need to touch the puck he doesn't need to shoot the puck although he's got i think four goals on the air which is fine enough for a defenseman um especially when you have a guy like matheson who's purely offensive he's kind of like Keith Yandle in that regard like not great in the defensive zone but like good enough and then unbelievable in the offensive zone him and marino are our second line defensive pairing but they're like they rotate it's only usually one of them that plays it or sorry second line power play defensive pairing um and then even, like, like, guys like Rodriguez aren't making this lineup right now. Sivier, Jan Kalisky, guys that, like, started our, started our line. Like, Zahorna had a couple goals for us early earlier in the season when we had injuries. This team is deep. Like, deep. And it's, it's Jeff Carter, probably one of the, probably the best or the most impactful trade deadline acquisition this year. Like, the guy had a, a four-goal game for the first time in his career, and he was drafted in 2005. Um, like, you know. He's been in the league for forever, but like, holy smokes, as like, like he's still he's still chugging along. Uh, in terms of like the Islanders, I think it was it was it, I'd rather play them than Boston. Like Brady said, we're six and two against them in the in the regular season. Regular season means absolutely nothing at this point, but it's a good start. Uh, however, Jordan Eberle, I think he has like it. It, it seems like he has seventy percent of his career goals against the Penguins. He always seems to score at least one a game. Uh, Matthew Barzell is the fastest. Player in the league, I think, technically, because he won the last okay. skills competition. So, well, I mean, he won the He's last faster. skills competition. Who is? Yeah, but because Supi wasn't invited. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, everyone's going to be second to McKayev. Like, that's just, that's just a given, Brady. Okay. He, hey, don't he, forget he about McDavid in He beat Same McDavid. Draft. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bar- Barzell Barzel beat McDavid, and that's who was considered to be the second fastest player in the league after McKayev. Happy about that. Um, yes. Thank you. But like, you know, honestly, like this, like the goaltending for for the Islanders was really, really hot uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Mitch had Varlamov in fantasy, and I know because he put up three straight shutouts. um yeah. yeah, just wiped me out of the playoffs. Thanks a lot. Uh, extra hatred for the Islanders this year. um The last time we played the Islanders in a playoff series didn't go our way. Four zero sweep. That was two years ago. Um, but I'm I'm loving this team. I'm loving our chances for a deep playoff run. If we get out of this first round, we get the wheels going. I think we're in, in line for like a deep deep run this year. Ryan, did I miss anything? Or? Oh, and goaltending, Jari DeSmith, solid. Jari's been stellar, so I'm excited about it. Not at all.
2: I, yeah. I
3: mean, I, I don't really know if there's anything much to add. We went player by player, so.
0: Uh, yeah, he, I did. he should have <laughs> anything for you uh, the, yeah, only, I, the only I, thing
3: i would add is that we we have to stay healthy like we we have the most man games lost in the league i'm pretty sure and i
1: don't even think it, it's we're, close. Fifth. we're fifth but like we're the rest the of the teams are eliminated thing. it is the same okay. thing you're right yeah um, um
3: both of our top two goalies are hurt right now so
1: uh, they they will be healthy for playoffs. Same thing with Matheson and same thing with Tanaf. Everybody's gonna it looks like everybody's gonna be online to start Sunday, which is when I think we we start. We don't know yet. Um but Brady, like back me up here, right? Like you you gotta be happy to be playing the Islanders over
0: the Bruins or Capitals, right? Round one. Yeah, for sure. Um I remember a couple a couple of days ago when Boston and Washington were facing off and you know, kind of see who's gonna take that someone's gonna take or was it Islanders and Boston, I forget who was it. Uh, It was just side the seating. Sec. That was
1: Islanders and Bruins were playing and they were, uh... oh, yeah, yeah they, that went to overtime on May 10th.
0: Yeah, and like, yeah, like obviously the Islanders, they swept you a couple years ago, but like you never want to, as a Leafs fan and just a fan of hockey, you don't want to face Boston first round. And even if you do win, let's say you win in six or seven, you're going to come out of it pretty roughed up, you know, you're going to, because Boston plays super hard and rough and gritty as we all knew. So I said the keys, like, yeah, like if, if you guys get um, Boston first round, you might win, but it's going to be one of those at what cost did we'd win? Um, and, you know, Boston's never an easy task. And I think, you know, just looking at the, the Islanders lineup and how they did this season. Um, I think you guys definitely have their number this time. And, you know, there's the extra motivation from uh, losing a couple years ago. So I think this is the ideal first round matchup out of the, the three other teams.
1: Yeah. And like, I, I think you nailed that on the head when you said, um, like, the at what cost. So, my, my big thing is if we win this series, I want to win like the Islander series in four or five, get it done quick. And then I want the Capitals and Bruins series to go seven games. So that way, one, I get extra hockey to watch. And two, I want them, I want whoever wins to come out of that battered. Like I want them to be like you know not really willing to play the physical game and a little bit tired and a little bit beat up and like I mean with these two teams Washington and and Boston like it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be like that that series is gonna be physical like you have Tom Wilson and then you have everybody on the Bruins <laughs> uh, big Z, big Z, like I, I'm not gonna list them all um big Z's so, yeah, playing for Washington Chara. against oh, Boston that'll be super cool yeah super cool storyline but my um. My buddy pointed this out today. I was talking to him at work. Uh, shout out to Brandon. Uh, but he, he was like, now the Bruins fans are going to be able to see what it was like playing against Charo, who gets no calls against him. But he might be the dirtiest <laughs> one on the ice. And I, I, I was like, that's funny. Like, that's a good point. Like, I wonder, I wonder if the city of Boston is going to revolt against the guy when they see him, like, spearing guys and stuff. I don't know. It's going to
0: be, it's going to be interesting for sure. Aren't, I wonder, I wonder, wonder if
1: Jack, wonder if Jack Edwards is going to be like, he tried to change the trajectory of the, of the playoffs by spearing him. Like what a <laughs> dumb call that was last night. Anyways.
4: Aren't you going to be worried about the other teams getting hot though? Like if it goes to
1: seven game series, no, Sometimes not
4: you on your ass. Like,
1: like I, I, I'd rather have the rest, have some days to come up with injuries. Cause it's, it's penguins hockey. There's like, there's like two, three things guaranteed in life is what they say. It's like death taxes and penguins are going to be injured so like i'd rather have the days off to rest and and coming off a seven game series like usually you're right um which is why like i kind of like a six game series you have a little bit of extra time to rest compared to most teams you have at Mm -hmm. least like three days and then you're still hot six game a six game series is a great great win for me um but i want the extra time to rest and i want these guys to get battered and they will. It's a physical series. Yeah,
4: yeah. That's gonna be a really good series, honestly. Especially since Bruins yeah. just picked up Taylor Hall, right? Like well not just, but like, you know, within the last yeah, few weeks or so whatever. Yeah.
2: Like,
3: like a two day rest for everybody else is like a, a two week recuperation for the Penguins.
1: Yeah, wait, like, <laughs> wait. <laughs> yeah, it, it, Jeff Carter is the is the epitome of like old man hockey. The way he skates, Ryan points it out almost every time that he scores a goal. He's he like, it's exactly
3: guy... like my dad skates. It, it's it's yeah. incredible.
1: Yeah, it's it's but it's great to watch. I mean, the guys putting up four goals a game. I he can skate however the hell he wants to. Elite I'm all about shooter. it. Elite, elite shooter. We got yeah, shooting all over true. the is roster it? too. Like Brian Ross, Jake Ensel, McCann. Oh, it's just it's it's an exciting time to be a Penguins fan, especially considering we we were. You know, three cups in the last what? Well, I guess it's been a while. Well, three cups in the last like ten years ish, 12 years, thirteen years. Um, but, but it's if it's still goes down
3: on one knee. It, it's, going it's over. Net.
1: It. It's over. <laughs> yeah, like you might as well just go home at that point. But no, it's it's a good time to be a Penguins fan. It's exciting. It's an exciting, exciting hockey that we get to watch. I think I said exciting about eight times there.
4: Because it's very exciting. It is
1: exciting.
0: Coosh, key shoot. I said coosh. That's cush. Not that's all right. I've heard coosh. What's your uh who would you say is your Johnny Superb man ace in the hole? Um, oh that's a great question. On the penguins.
1: Like I feel like I feel like it could like uh the way
0: uh <laughs> um, someone who is not in the lineup, I guess it would be, like a, it would be, a, right? a
1: fifty-nine overall player that's gonna slot in the rhino lineup, lineup, take no, out no. Crosby and uh <laughs> Like, like, that's yeah, that's, yeah. A joke for brady. that's just a joke for brady um yeah, yeah. i i think evan rodriguez because he's not in the starting lineup right now but he was playing first line second line for most of the season um you know like a, an injury injury happens i think like you can see him you know putting up a couple goals in a series like a quick two goals in and in a first game back um jankowski i like him you know he's a local guy he brings brings a lot of uh a lot of physicality and a lot of defensive presence there, so I like I wouldn't I wouldn't really necessarily count him as like you know the Johnny Superman ace in the hole. Um,
3: I'd say probably Pierre Olivier Joseph, because like I, it's inevitable that him. one of our defensemen are going to get injured. So
1: I I was going to say him, but like I think they would either a call up Friedman or two like they just like they'll call up somebody else and like like Ricoa or uh, Weber and not use not use POJ. Uh, like they loved giving him the extra time, even though he was a stud for us. So next season, Penguins defensive core looking good.
0: Solid. Yeah, it. Right. So we're enough. Already, enough with the hour. I'm, so, I, I'm yeah. sorry
1: about that. I think I, I think I've talked for the first 25 we minutes of this out. episode. So
0: yeah, we, well, we get to do lease hour later on. So true. We gotta balance I'm excited it. for that. Uh, we'll skip over to the, we'll skip over the central since we already touched on Boston, Washington. Um, Central. So you have Carolina, who had a, you know, red hot season. They got the, they got the, uh, the first there. I think they wrapped it up, right? Yep. 56 six games. Yeah, yeah they're, they're yeah. done. Um, Carolina won by a point over Florida, but we'll touch on that Florida and Tampa in a second because that's going to be good. Uh, Hurricanes have the Nashville Predators. They were able to beat out the Dallas Stars there and, um, get that fourth spot. Um, I know we don't know as much about these, these teams, so we don't have to talk too long about them, but, uh, if, um, think I mean I think Nashville would have to play just a f- pretty physical game you know go back to their their nickname of Smashville um to to shut down their first line you know of uh Aho and Chocek and Mr. Stachnikov um <laughs> say it say it right I, I, I <laughs> I'm not gonna do it oh Jake Gardner's on their team that's not good okay maybe Nashville will win then um, the, the one thing though, like, like Nashville's coming in
1: hot. They won four of the last five and they're getting unbelievable goaltending. I think it's two shutouts in, in the last five UC, games yeah. from UC and UC he's Saros. playing out of his world
0: right now. Who's their goalie right now? U- Saros. UC Saros. Oh, um, Pekka Rene, he just played his presumably last game yesterday. I think it was because, yep. you know, he's getting, he's getting older and I think his contract's up this year. And um, Sardos has been the clear number one guy, so um, it, was a, it was an emotional night last night for Pepeka uh, for Rene. You know he used to be very, very elite, one of the best. So yeah, it's, he was like top three going to see at him, one and, point. right? Oh, for sure. And then Ryan Miller uh, a couple few days ago playing his last NHL game. So oh, a couple uh, a couple studs. That one hit had, different had, for had me. That... I'm
4: gonna miss Ryan Miller.
0: Were you a Miller guy?
4: Oh, huge, dude!
0: Huge. I
4: I, I went and saw him in. Uh... Well, I didn't, sorry, I didn't actually see him when he was in Michigan State, but like I was looking at going to Michigan State and mm-hmm. it was largely because of him. I was a huge fan of of Ryan Miller. And then I would always go to Buffalo games because obviously Toronto games are way too expensive. So I would <laughs> see him all the time in Buffalo and that's kind of where the love started was there.
1: I think so. the biggest memory I have of him was he was the best goalie in the tournament when in the 2010 Olympics, like that guy was unsolvable.
4: Still got lit up by Crosby. I, oh That I mean, was, that I was mean, a bittersweet moment for me. It was like, oh, yes, Canada won. And it was like, that was an unreal goal. And then it was like, oh, Ryan Miller, you're in yeah. for that.
1: <laughs> so are we saying like Ryan Miller is your favorite goalie of all time? Is oh,
4: that no. like the kind
1: of? No. Oh. Tomlin's a goalie. I don't know if we've ever mentioned that on the pod before. Oh, yeah. but
4: I, I'm going to have a lot of goalie bias in everything that I say. Uh, but Martin Broder, it's hard not to love the guy. I hate him.
2: <laughs>
1: oh god! Oh, we just talked about this the other day. I'm not a fan. Um, god, probably the greatest goalie of all like time. Um, well, he's just kind of a scumbag off the ice.
4: How do you figure? He,
1: his his wife had cancer, and then he cheated on his wife, and uh, then married his mistress. I'll do I don't it. Know, he's his about How Enterprise much rent? Car life.
3: commercials are kind of funny.
1: <laughs> yeah. Here. Sorry, <laughs> Tom, I don't know if I burst that bubble for you. but um...
4: It's okay. I still like Patrick Waugh as well. Oh, I like him. I'm a fan of him. Yeah. <laughs> I started He's talking to like a... my goalpost when I heard that he did that.
1: Oh, yeah, you have to. I was like, oh, so he does Flurry? does that too. Flurry's probably my favorite goalie of all time. Oh
0: yeah, Flurry's my favorite. Him and Price are my uh, my favorites. You got to love Price, he's a, yeah. a big one for me. Got to love Price, big one. A couple Canadian kids. Although
1: I will say, there's been no goalie that's just been uh, that I've ever seen that I've been just like blown away with as like Ryan Tomlin in between the pipes. Guys just, oh, 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 guys yeah. just stud. Oh, uh, really quick before we get back to before we get back to the NHL, we can talk about like some actual kid hockey. Um, there was one game like so Tomlin was on our men's league team. And I, I, I think I talked about this story, but, Tom, I want I wanted to talk about it with you. I don't remember. you, like, you let in a goal. And I think, it, like, we were still winning, like, like by, like, four goals. It was, like, the third goal of the game you let in. No, which, <laughs> in our men's league, not a big deal. Like, That's three it. goals is a great night. Um, but you, like, whipped your stick into the corner. And I came on the ice. And it's so, like, I, I got, obviously, because I'm not on the ice for a dash, like, not a chance of scoring on me. Um, yeah. And, like, so I went and I picked up your stick from the corner. I gave it to you. And you just, like, dropped it. Looked me dead in the eyes and went... I don't deserve to have a stick. And I, <laughs> I, I, I lost it. I remember
4: it. that. Oh, God. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. It was Yo, we so funny. were destroying
2: that game, though. Oh, oh, well, it, we, were, we were crushing them, too. It wasn't even I close. Was, I was
4: messing around at that point. I think I had three shots that whole game.
1: Yeah.
4: And I was just like, all right. I need some kind of challenge at this point. Let me let me toss the stick. Do you remember the time I forgot my stick and I played like the entire first half of a game without it? And then my dad
1: brought me a stick and just watched <laughs> me play. Yeah, and you we we let in like I think two shots on net. You were you were uh, perfect through one without the stick. Yeah, I think yeah, I actually did
4: better this. without the stick. I also felt yeah. really bad because I was like, "Do they think I'm just being that cocky that I'm just like, yeah, I don't need a stick against you guys? You're awful." I, was so like, funny. I don't care anymore. This is too funny. It's
1: just
4: a personal special. Oh, the Askarov
1: special. <laughs> oh god, that, guy, uh,
4: that so guy's wait. got like butter on his stick or something. He that was out. it
1: was just unbelievable right. to watch. Like he
0: just couldn't <laughs> hold on to his
1: stick.
4: Oh, I was texting Brady that whole time. I was like, "What is going on?" And we were sending memes back and forth on Twitter. Oh, the
0: memes were so funny. Oh,
4: they were on
1: fire that night.
0: I just like I just,
1: Yeah, it, it absolutely like I went. I just went through my um. Like my phone to do eat do eat some like pictures and like like screenshots and I had one from that night of Brady going like all caps Askarov brother what is going on and I was like e- that's just when he couldn't hold to his stick it's
0: so funny oh, it yeah, I hope good. I hope he's uh, been working on that so I'm sure he is so. I don't know he I couldn't kind of kind like a
1: boomerang like
4: <laughs> it's not coming back though dude it's not coming back
1: yeah yeah well, the old joke like what do you call a boomerang that doesn't work a hockey stick oh, instead God. of a stick so, um, yeah Anyways, back to back to the lower tier hockey. No, no more. Uh, no more Whalers. Yeah, okay. yeah, was, yeah, oh, saying, yeah. wait, hold on, hold on. Great, great transition here. So, Ryan and I played for the Whalers, but how about we talk about the new age Whalers, the Carolina Hurricanes? Right, let's do it. Yeah, sure.
0: Um, they they, they <laughs> won was, the season series versus, or at, um, they won the season series versus Nashville six to one. So I think apart from. Saros like literally standing on his head. I think that Carolina should molly wop them, but uh, you, you never know. I think Nashville is a good team, and who's, like I who's said,
4: Carolina's sorry. Who's Carolina's goalie right now? Because weren't they having some back and forth when uh, Mrazek was out?
0: Mrazek. I, I don't know as of it's late. A it's a
4: Yeah, he came in and We're, was outstanding oh, yeah. or something. So uh, 932 save
1: percentage. But... 25 He's
0: years old from good. Ohio. Maybe. Yeah, him and uh, him and rhymer have been splitting throughout the se- throughout the throughout the season. But yeah, how do you say his name? Ned, the the or Nedelkovic. I can't remember. The Second one sounds right. But yeah, nine thirty-two, one point nine goals against. Like, hey, yeah. that'll do ya. So you know, we could see maybe a lower scoring series. Who knows?
1: It'll be interesting. It'd be a fun
0: one. Uh, the Hurricanes are a sneaky fun team to watch. I love Sebastian Aho, And I love
2: Svechnikov.
0: <laughs> We're getting closer. So, yeah, maybe later. Anyways, um, now this is a little rivalry that's been kind of being created at the at the end of this season. Um, the the two and three seed, Florida and Tampa Bay, the Battle of Florida, although one one of the teams is actually named Florida, so how much of a battle a can it really be? <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> yeah. No, but um, Florida. Talk about another sneaky good team. They have been on fire, um, as of late, and I think this is gonna. Be, and like what the last two games ago versus the these two, there was a hundred and ten penalty minutes in the first period alone. Like these teams are just going at each other, and I think they're they're setting up a, a pretty good storyline for this playoff uh, round here. What do you think?
1: I mean, starts at to the top with Barkov and Huberto probably the most underrated Ooh. duo in the entirety of the nhl definitely um, these guys like huberdo 61 points barkov 58 but he only played 50 games like nails both these guys are nails and i'm so excited to be able to watch them a little bit more i don't get to catch a ton of florida games uh shocker yeah. they have stanley cup experience patrick hornquist and they have uh like what probably one of my top five favorite players in the entire league captain Keith Yandel um oh. started started the season almost getting benched and almost missing up the uh the iron man streak but uh 56 game played
0: 27 points like solid season from an offensive defenseman oh yeah uh, they're they're gonna be so fun to watch and i i man i love huberdo and i can't wait for him to be on the first line team canada next year at the olympics with mcdavid and barzell oh we'll goal! Be... <laughs> but then like
4: they got Tampa. a young goalie too don't they
1: Tonight, I think I think no, the no, rock no. with the rock with Bobrovsky and Dredger, uh, but Knight's a pretty solid guy to have in there. Like he's four zero in in uh, regular season, um, mm-hmm. like two three two That's goals twice, against nine one nine save percentage. Like small sample size, but like he was he was uh the first first round goalie taken in a long time. Yeah, yeah. American. Yeah, I think, uh, well, Askarov went twelfth
4: overall, didn't he? First round.
1: Yeah. Also, uh yeah, but he went to oh is he in Nashville? He is in Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe if you can hold on to a stick, he'll push uh, Pekka Renee out of a job. <laughs> That's
0: a big F. <laughs> That's a big F. <laughs> Poor guy. He's like 17. Uh, I think They're gonna go with Dredger. They should they, they should go with well, Dredger and then just
1: like yeah. you have like the same thing with uh with Columbus, who I want to talk about. Um but like remember last year Columbus had Merzley against Alo mm-hmm.
0: Um
1: I love it. and then now like you um you you go you have dredger bobrovsky like two, that's two solid goalies that, that are goaltending can win a series goaltending can absolutely steal a series and i think like florida has two sneaky decent goaltenders and i think like the Huberto barkov can light it up and we'll see we'll see if they can last though against uh defending stanley cup champions tampa bay they're, they're missing gone. a
4: few pieces too though so it shouldn't be too, too difficult for them but like the the thing with Tampa is i in my opinion they definitely have the best goalie in the league right yeah to, so yeah. that's that's going to be your hardest piece to get past and when when that's the guy that's on the ice the entire game and you got to deal with him it's it's going to be a hard thing to deal with, which is my my thing with the Leafs right now. But we'll get into that later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think one thing that's huge for Tampa Bay, yeah, like yeah. you said, Ryan, the injuries, so you're missing Palat. you're missing uh, um, uh, uh, Kucherov, but you're
0: expecting mm-hmm.
1: Kucherov to come back, I think. He should make it back. Kuch
0: and, Stan- Kuch and Stammer are coming back for the playoffs. So that's two huge additions. Huge, yeah. but I think
1: the biggest thing is one of the guys they have playing right now, Victor Hedman, he needs surgery in the offseason. So he's not going to be playing at 100%. And Victor Hedman is the best defenseman in the NHL. Mm-hmm,
4: um, mm-hmm.
1: You can argue, you can argue Kale McCarr. You can argue. Adam um, Fox. Adam Fox is probably going to win people the Norris this year. A lot but people like, are saying, year, yeah. in, year in, year out, like it's it's, it's Victor Hedman. And I'm, if he's not at 100%, that's a big, big piece, especially Stamko's coming off an injury. Kucherov coming off a major injury. Um, like this could be, this could be like a, 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 Four game series. Florida can just come out steamroll them, but like it's gonna be. I don't. I don't think it will be. Uh It'll, it'll it's, be really it's good be hockey. It'll, it'll be, be really
0: great hockey. Hockey, like especially with hockey, the, the rivalry. Yeah. Well, you, oh, for you sure. Got the
4: Caps in in Boston. That'll be a a good physical series. I think. I think this one will be a really good skill series.
1: Yeah. A lot yeah. Of but speed, like a lot like, of, like Brady a lot said, yeah, we're gonna see a lot of chippiness. We're gonna see a lot of a lot of fighting. Oh yeah.
4: Well, oh yeah all playoffs no matter what guys guys are running at 100 they they oh, want, yeah. they all want it right everybody wants the cup it's what you dream of since you're like five years old You see the shiny thing that everybody wants to drink out of you're like oh yeah i, I want to do that now you actually have a chance at doing it you're, you're going at 100 percent. whether your body's at 100 percent or not you're going at
1: 100 i remember hearing a story i think it was on spit and checklets um but somebody mentioned how uh, how different playoff hockey was for NHL season or like regular season hockey. And like, it was a kid that pointed it out to like his dad and was like, how come the players aren't playing like this? Like in the regular season, like how come this hockey so much better? Yeah. And he's like, well, if they played like this in the regular season, there wouldn't be enough players left for the playoffs. Like if they <laughs> give it their yeah. all. Apparently it's like, yeah. it's like the most next level that you'll ever see. So playoff hockey is always good no matter who's playing. And it's so um, good. It's so, it's so much fun. I, I like, if it wasn't for COVID, I was planning on going down to Pittsburgh to watch, uh, like, like at, in 2020, I guess 2020, the 2020 playoffs. I was going to go down and watch, like, the Penguins' playoff tickets. As soon as they were going on sale, my dad and I were looking. We found a couple tickets. We we're like, all right, let's get ready to go. And then, you know, oh. couldn't. Uh, um, sucks. Which, I, like, I mean, yeah, it, it, I guess we would have seen – well, no, I guess we wouldn't have seen the playoffs. We would have seen Pittsburgh miss the first round because Carey Price didn't want a <laughs> single goal. Um,
3: I too had tickets to the Penguins games, uh, in Pittsburgh, uh, and then COVID happened. So. Yeah, wow.
1: Yeah, I got to see. I got to see him like the week before COVID shut everything down, shut the borders down. I was able to see Sidney Crosby for the first time live. Brings a tear to my cheek every time I, uh, <laughs> or a tear to my eye every time I see it. Um. Oh, uh, I did want to mention Columbus. How the what? hell did they go from like a playoff team to <laughs> the worst team in the Central?
4: They picked up Patrick Line.
0: Okay. They were, I mean, they did they did that because they were bad. So like, it was before nah, that. Nah.
1: Like, like, do you? Does Patrick Line make That's you great. worse than it. the Detroit Red Wings? Like, is how is that how that
4: works, dude? Winnipeg dropped A and look at them now. They're, like, debatably better than Toronto.
1: Yeah, they're buzzing, okay. and I don't. I don't oh, even oh, think PLD is oh. well. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, two ball, debatably, Dubois, like. Oh. Uh, he was 21 and 44 or 21 points, 44 games. So that's like kind of like a 40 point season, um, which isn't bad considering first year with the team and whatnot. But like, I don't know. Columbus, like it surprised me, especially you guys remember like the seven overtime game last year. I remember leaving at the beginning of <laughs> overtime and being upset that I couldn't watch yeah. it. And I was able to make it home for the, for the overtime. Seth Jones, put like 60 minutes and it was crazy. Yeah. He played a whole game and like
0: the whole game.
1: Yeah, it, like I just I couldn't imagine skating for sixty minutes in a night. Like that's crazy. Like 20, 20 minutes in a night's insane. Yeah. Just ooh, done. Ooh,
0: cool. right now. When when your team is just built around so much defense, it's eventually it's gonna catch up to you a bit, I think. Yeah. I you mean can't like their,
1: score goals. Their top point score was forty four points, Oliver Bjorkstrand. Bjork Strand. And then, like, their next was 34 in 54 games. Like, that's not good enough. Obviously, it's not. They're last place in the entire league, and they have a chance at... Oh, uh, uh, who's the number one pick this year, Brady? Shane Wright? I uh-huh. don't know. Is he No, Shane, Wright, Shane, Shane Wright's not this year. Um, okay, oh, it's, it's Owen, Owen Power. Owen Powers. Oh, yeah. Uh, For unreal name, but, like, they, like <laughs> yeah. you get a, you get a shot at that, but, like, you know... It's a it's a terribly disappointing season and and I mean Torts Torts got fired so can't wait to see him win a cup with the Kraken in the first year. Let's go. I don't know was oh, it was there go a goal
4: tending? Like I'm looking at it right now. Corpus has got an 89.4 save percentage. Like that's not that's obviously not good.
1: Yeah, but like then you look at like Merz-Leakins had a had a 916. Um Yeah. But like which is, it's, which is it's, good, but, like, it's like not... Like, you don't have a team in front of you, right? Like, you have Seth Jones and, and Zach Wierenski, but outside of that, like, that team is terrible. They got Max yeah. Domi. He's But he's, like, 50, 24 points oh. in 54
0: games. Like, that's, a that's like, a 30-point yeah. season, 40-point like season. Domi's True. been very subpar for every team he's played for so far in the NHL. Like, he's very... He's been very disappointed in... Montreal. He was good in Montreal. Know. I was
4: going to say, he was decent in Montreal, yeah, right?
0: He, but, like, for... For where, for like, his for draft what, position what and what he was supposed to be, yeah. he was disappointing, and that's why he's been tossed around so much. Um, and then it was funny seeing Elvis, he's been pretty open in the media, and um, it's been pretty funny watching that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, no, that's that makes me cry every time I see him jump
0: and hug know oh. and
1: Foligno's not there.
0: That too, I meant, <laughs> I meant like in his post game conferences when he's just being so straight up and just oh, yeah, very honest and uh. The other game when he was like, I I went up to Torts and I said, "Listen, I'm going to try to score a goal this game because we suck and I've, I'm I'm bored. I have nothing else to do." And then you can see him shooting the puck at the other goalie in the middle of the game. <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was funny. Which I don't know if you should do, Ryan, but you uh, could. Uh, uh, Ryan, goal if you me.
1: want if you want the green light to go for a goal, uh you got it every single day. You got that. For oh, me. dude,
4: I actually <laughs> I remember I was trying to get you to pass it back to me, or I was trying to get anybody to. Pass back to the league when we were playing just because I me. was like, what am I doing right now? We were, we were better than know? the majority of the teams where I would get like average, probably seven shots, which is way different from what I'm used to.
1: Yeah,
3: we. well, I mean, I, I, like I think we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the uh, goal from mid ice situation. A whole, yeah. Yeah. We all that? Every we goalie, goalie has one. dude. Every goalie has one. Yeah, well, when you're getting seven, seven, seven goals or seven shots against a game, I mean, Matthews, what's the story here? I
1: don't think i heard this one. No, it, it's
3: not. It's not so much a. It's not. It's not so much a story. It's just uh, we were up like eleven nothing in some tournament game, and uh, Ryan was picking daisies in net, and some <laughs> some dude shot it from over mid ice, and uh, it went in.
4: So, <laughs> you're talking about the Huskies. That was a high school, or no, I wasn't high school. No, I no, was, was that was rap. I know exactly what you're talking about. That was, oh, uh, but I, I have, still remember that vividly because I was furious. There's, and you're, you're gonna say this is BS, but and I've said it a million times, there's like a chip in the ice or something. I went down into sure. my butterfly to like properly save it because I had another hiccup when I was way younger, and I was like, okay clearly can't do that again. And I'm not going to tell that story because that's even more embarrassing. But, um, but you got it now. In, in a minute. In a minute. <laughs> so I went down <laughs> to my butterfly to like properly stop it. And I went down to stop it with my stick with my glove behind it, just so it wouldn't go five hole or anything or like left side. And it ended up jumping up over my right shoulder directly, like directly into the back of the net. Like I even went out and played it decently far and it just jumped me. And I was like, "What just happened?"
1: Yeah, that's was, so unfortunate. I was a like, very so unfortunate. Player.
3: What's the, the other story? Uh, elusive ice chip. Got
4: yeah yeah yeah. Um, <laughs> the other story was we were so this was way younger. Matthews, I don't even know. You might have been on the team at this point. I think it was my first or second year in doubles. Um, we were. I think. In OMHA's, or like just before that uh it was it was a big like playoff series game basically um oh one sec um big playoff series game we were winning one nothing and with nine seconds left the other team dumps it in on me from like the blue liner or something and i'm like okay this is super easy but it's like i'm in the middle of the net on the goal line just like this eight-year-old child like okay I'm just gonna put my stick out to the side and stop it and it goes off my stick behind me into the net and my dad's like <laughs> he's giving me those that look you know that look when a dad is just horribly disappointed in <laughs> you like when you, when you know you're gonna have you like have I look minute the car corner ride and I just see that and I'm like oh no I'm done and I just knew at that moment I was getting an earful I think we still won the game in overtime but I just I think knew i was gonna get flamed in the car on the way home
3: <laughs> I, I think the worst is when you, you you make a shitty play and then you look to the stands and, and you just see your dad leaving like just he's just walking out
0: oh. <laughs> me? Holy...
4: the best thing is my dad always stood in the corner right he was always in the corner that i was like playing in and uh he would always have these like hand signals that he would do like so if you wanted me to challenge you'd do like a pushing motion i'd be like i'm you know, I'm trying to make motions back, but I can't with like a glove and a blocker on. So I'm like head nodding, like "Yeah, I'm doing that," like giving him the eyes back. And he's like, "Do it more." I'm like, "Oh God!" It's
3: <laughs> like a, a a a like goalie dad thing. Oh, yeah, was I was gonna say
1: like a hockey dad thing for sure, but a goalie dad. Oh dude, it was oh, it was crazy. So crazy. Funny. That's so good. All right, we should probably keep moving on here. We got two more divisions yeah, to go, and I think let's we're go. three and a half
0: hours in. Love and it. Half hours in, so before we get shut down, we'll just skip right to the north. Uh, we'll start with Edmonton, Winnipeg, real quick. This, I mean, and if uh, this one is for sure, right? Because Montreal won their, got their point in overtime. Yeah, so they will be facing. No, it's it's
1: it's not for sure or, yet. It's
0: not for sure yet. Because
1: if if well, Winnipeg oh, it's, loses it's the out
0: then Montreal, it's the Jets. When it, Montreal clinched yesterday.
1: Yeah, but they can still they can still get overtaken by the by by the Canadians. So
0: it could be oh, so it's, it's either Edmonton Jets or Edmonton can- or Canadians. Montreal clinched yesterday. Yeah, but they didn't the the seeding. Oh the seeding. Oh, oh, yeah, the yeah, third yeah. third and fourth seeds yeah. not up. Um yeah, the, the juggernaut jets, like Ryan said, they're one and nine their last ten, so they're doing well. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god. So 20, 20, 28 and three. No, that, that's not right. Twenty-eight and twenty-three. Really good. I don't want to hear it. Okay. Um, but yeah, they it. they got just uh just assume uh, everyone stays where they are just to make things easier. Uh, okay. Oilers and Jets first round. That should be fun. Um, obviously Jets. Edmonton's been okay. Edmonton's okay. been pretty pretty good. Um, uh, Connor McDavid had a had a decent season. Um, 101 points so far in 54 games, in counting. So. He's alright, but past the, the top duo, I don't think the Oilers have a, a single player worth anything ever. Um, so that should be fun. Nurse is okay. Um okay. When, well, skate okay. okay at least forward wise. Um, Fair the the okay. big knock on the big knock on the Oilers is if Connor and saddle don't have like ten points each, then it's like n- that team's not going to do much of anything like it's 100, 102 points for McDavid, 81 for Drysdale and their third forward is 34, Ryan Nugent-Hopkins 34 points. <laughs> so it kind of drops off a little bit after them too. um and he's a minus 2. Like it's he's not even a plus player, you know. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. and then Winnipeg. I am a fan of Winnipeg. Um you know, they, I think they're pretty well well rounded, but they have been struggling quite a bit this time um this this past month i'd say and their defense is quite horrible but you got you got the reigning reigning vesna trophy winner hullabuck in net he has had an off season by his standards i would say i think he's like 9 14 um but you know it's it's hard to repeat a vesna season right after you won it um and if yeah like any of these good goalies that we've been talking about if, if hellabuck gets hot yeah good luck right so uh ryan why do you think they're gonna win the cup this year?
4: I I don't think they're gonna win the cup, but I think they'll definitely be Edmonton.
1: And it this is... poor guy comes on the pod and just gets shit on by Brady and ben Matthews. <laughs> That's what we do. That's what we do. Here. it's, yeah, it's you just do boys it to being me. boys. I
2: do it to you. It's,
3: it's boys I'm not being boys. on him. He's, there's just no way he gets out of the podcast without having to say uh, a personal hockey story. That's the way it goes. That's good.
4: Told like four already.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna ask anymore. So. Okay. Well, that's our case. I,
1: case right. case tagline is is uh come for the sport, stay for the personal, uh, like emotional connection. So there, there we go. Almost.
4: I feel very connected. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Flogged my might um, do that. Yeah. So the Jets. It's it's kind of like what I was saying earlier. Like Hellebook is on the ice the entire time. He is honestly, in my opinion, probably one of the, if not the best goalie aside from Vasilevsky. Like he's he's top five easily easily right so again like if mcdavid and and dry can get back i think edmonton will do okay but they edmonton's been struggling so much with their goaltending they're they where toronto was like five years ago or like four years yeah. ago like they got like mike now. smith
0: and Koskinen, who just aren't getting yeah. it done at all well i mean like yeah mike smith 31 games play he has a 924 Save percentage so he's not like the worst player ever but like he's not going to steal you a game at all like he's not going to stand on his head
4: that's what i was just going to say is you know you look at some of the goals that both of them have let in they're they're like the story i was talking about earlier like the half half uh, ice goals like they're not they're not pretty goals by any means they are some of the ugliest goals i think we may have seen this season they are not good they they're Solid goalies, like they they're there when you need them, I guess. But they're definitely like Keish said not going to steal you a game, which you need in the playoffs. And it's just, I don't I don't even know if they'll get hot. Like Hellebuck, we know he can get hot. So I I it's literally just off of goalies for me.
0: Yeah, and obviously that's pretty one of the most important parts of, uh, of being a playoff team is how hot are your goalies, and are are you going to let squeakers in? Like we've seen, you know, so often with Freddie Anderson and. A bit with James Reimer back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Those those super untimely just saves you have to have. Like you can't yeah. let that squeeze by, or you're not covering tight enough to the post. You know stuff like that. I, just things that we literally saw Freddie do last year versus Columbus. Um, yeah. I I can you know a goalie like Mike Smith is probably more prone to doing that than you know a, a Connor Hullabuck or a Jake Allen slash Carey Price or Jack Campbell in the way he's been playing. Mm -hmm. Um, just to Mm -hmm. compare in his division so um Mm -hmm. i am also not a fan of edmonton um and even if they do get past the oilers i don't i mean not the oilers the the jets i don't see them going pretty much anywhere uh deep at least they're they're just they just have zero depth whatsoever and you know like he says depths depth wins championships um i think have have you said that to you i don't know I, i just made that up I, I, I think so. Do you want me to say it? And then you can just repeat it right back. Uh, do you agree with it? I don't know. Uh, depth wins championships. <laughs> see, as Keish always says. And, you know, I just, you know, I just don't see freaking Josh Josh Archibald stepping up. And, you know, when McDavid gets shut down or something. So I also like the Jets chances, but. If anyone has to, and then you go look, look at the other, this other matchup with, uh, our favorite team, the Toronto Maple Leafs. What a what a season they've had. Um right now 35, 13, and six. Um if over an eighty-two game season they were gonna smash their franchise record uh for points. Um Ryan, what are are you are you surprised by this season? Is is this a long time coming? Is are they are they overhyped? Are they are they are they underrated? Like take take me through what you um... thought of the season and then we'll get into the playoffs.
4: I I was surprised. I'm not gonna lie, I was a little surprised just because I, off the start, Freddie scared me. You know, like I actually wanted him in my fantasy league because I was like, you know what, this is his last year. He has to show up. Like this is his year. I thought he had it in him to show up, and he just wasn't. And I was like, oh no, they're gonna fall apart. But then Marner. I guess training in the offseason trying to be another threat beside Matthews. Like I I truly believe Marner is the best player on that team by far.
0: Yeah, you've been have you know? been a Marner Marner stand for a while now. Oh yeah, big time. We've, we've always had that debate um about who needs who more.
4: I uh, I will stand by it. Well you look at like Matthews without Marner, obviously he's gonna score goals. Like no doubt he, he's such a talented player. And oh, just he's he's like an OV on the other side, in my opinion. The but like,
0: does, does Marner, it. does Marner lead the league in assists without Matthews? I'm not, I'm not sure.
4: I, I think he would. You look at when Tavares joined the team, like Tavares,
0: he did have, have Tavares did have 47 goals that year with yeah. Marner. So it makes, you, makes like, you think.
4: I, and Tavares is doing well, but he's not doing as well as what he was when he was with Marner. So I, I think you could put Marner with just about anyone and they will immediately be better. I don't know if you could say the same about Matthews, right? Like you need, you need guys to work around him and Marner can do that so well. Uh, And I mean, yeah, like I was saying before though, with, with Marner training to become that threat in, in the offensive end. So now they're not just worrying about Matthews scoring that goal. It's also like, wait, Marner actually has a shot now. He, he could rip this by me instead of just passing it. So I think that was a huge help for him. And he actually, I believe he has more points overall than Matthews does at the moment, but it's by like one yeah. or two, right? So
0: yeah. And he has, uh, he also has four more games played. So I'm sure that would even out True. or Matthews would overtake, but yeah, still I love both of them. So I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to slander Mitch too much because I, I think they're both fantastic and you know mitch he's on pace to be a 30 goal scorer this year i forget about his other seasons if he scored 30 but when you score 30 goals you got to respect that shot and mitch does have quite a rocket when he when he wants to but he's he's usually pass first um you know as he should Mm -hmm. be you know he he knows his role on that line like when you have austin frickin matthews who uh Has currently has forty goals in fifty games. Um, Keysh said fifty six earlier, but he's he's at fifty right now. So forty, and he had forty and forty nine actually. So he's on pace for sixty five goals, I think it is now, um, which would be pretty uh, pretty impressive. If you look back over the last twenty years or so, Um, and again, like you can you can say what you want about the North Division, but every team has shitty teams. Uh, you can only play against who you're put up against. You know, I don't think we should, and I think Keish would agree. I don't think we should discredit Matthews and McDavid's seasons just because they're the North Division. Would you uh, agree, Keish?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, regardless of what they did, like it's if you're going to discard that because of the teams they played, just get rid of Gretzky from hockey history. Like he played against plumbers. Like, like at least these guys are you know <laughs> NHL athletes. Like I've long said this before, Gretzky's the goat. He's the best hockey player of all time. And like it's, it's a period that there's nothing, there's nothing else to that. But if you're going to say the competition in the north wasn't as good, Gretzky played against like his highlights is like, like they wouldn't be any noteworthy play like ever. Like all he did was slide the puck on the ice and goalies just dove out of the way. Obviously, a little bit of an exaggeration, but you can't say like his level, the level of competition in the north was worse than the level of competition that Gretzky played against. So, you know, I think like. Like do do I think McDavid puts up hundred points in the in the East? Maybe not. Probably still going to put up like ninety five. Yep. You know, it's 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 one of those things where every single part in the NHL is good. There's teams that are better than others, but every part in the NHL is good. It's not like he's just playing against like you know Aiden and I out there. Like he's playing against some <laughs> actual good talent.
0: And it's it's not like these two seasons came out of nowhere. Like Matthews and McDavid were like scoring a ton before the season. It's not like, Oh, mm-hmm. it's out of nowhere and you can really kind of find something weird. Um, and yeah. Like obviously the North isn't the best division in the world. Like I, I, I will agree. It's a bit weaker than some other ones, but um, yeah, it's the, it's just two players progressing naturally as they would. And um, I'm sure they would put up very, very similar numbers in any other division. Um, like I don't, I don't care what you say, like a hundred points. And
1: then the 40 goals for Matthews in like, in the the 56 games, like it is unbelievable how talented that, that like these guys are, that they did that. Like unbelievable 40 goals. Like, let's talk about Matthews while we're on the Leafs train. Unbelievable. 40 goals is, is out of this world. Like 40 goals in a normal season. You're like, Oh damn, we got We got ourselves a guy in half a season. Yeah. Like, and uh, speaking of the Leafs also, um, I I just want to mention, I love William Nylander. He's just still still my favorite player on that team. team styles. I don't know if we can be friends anymore. Man, I love him. I love <laughs> him so much. Willie Styles, he's just oh, everybody, really styles, hates baby. everybody hates him. Everybody hates him. And just I watch him play every single Leafs game I've seen. Like I'm just staring at him because I'm like, like, please do something good. Please do something good. He'll do something good. And I'll be like, yes. There it is. I don't, I don't hate him. I just think he's a he's an idiot in the neutral zone.
4: I'm I way somebody better. Punk more than away. him in the neutral zone it's like, unreal he, he did get he, better though yeah you
1: yeah he, he got a lot better with that but like also one thing that i really loved is uh an ex-guest of the podcast kayla bradley um he loves to point out that like nylander is always just like in the right spot at the right time but he points out like negatively he's like i could do that if like i was just there like he just gets back to what happens and i'm like well that's just like part of his game is getting to open ice and putting himself in spots where he can score Right. It's not like, like Caleb, like you're, you're, you're sorry, man. Like, I hate to slander you while you, while he's not on the pod. I got to say this to his face. Um, and I will, I absolutely will. Um, But he, like, you know, it's, it's, you're not getting to that spot, Caleb. Like none of us are like, he's, he's a super smart hockey player, which is what I think goes like pretty underrated in his game. Um, And I, I, whenever he scores, he just makes me smile. Cause I know like, like obviously Ellie's goal for Leafs fans going to celebrate, but see, you
0: score it, it like I, I'm sure it makes some of them some of them die a little bit on the inside. Especially when like you have Galchenyuk doing the dirty board work and you have Tavares kind of doing the uh, you know a little bit of everything around the ice. Like there's only so much Willie can do. Like it's not his fault that you know he's that's become his role. You know, it's, so it's not his fault he's going to put up 25 goals a season. Yeah, and <laughs> Complain yeah, about almost, it a little almost point man. per game, and he's he's doing his he's doing. Yeah, I don't know why our own team hates our own good players so much. And uh, seven seven think, mil for, or wait, what is he? Eight mil for a sixty point player? Not bad in today's NHL. Yeah, I think a bit less. Um, and it's, his contract looks real good right now, which is which I'm very happy for. And yeah, like he does play like the definition of just Swedish hockey, and it just it looks different than what we're used to, but it's it's proven to be just as productive. So yeah, I'm, honestly,
4: uh, my only problem with him is in the neutral zone. Outside of that, I think he's. Like a solid player, and any any team would be lucky to have him. Realistically, right? Like you're not just gonna throw him away just because he loses the puck in the neutral zone. And I know some people say he doesn't go hard into the boards and stuff. I don't know what they're talking about. I think he goes pretty hard into the into the corners. I see him getting yeah, every now and then.
0: He Does and in, not every single player has to go flying into the boards and has to be that gritty player. Like that's not every single player's job. Like there's a way to kind of do that without being super physical and you know yeah. just isn't he just isn't like a super physical guy and that's that's totally fine that's why you have a Galchenyuk on that line to do that for him and be that be that person but um uh moving on with the team we had some new acquisitions this year and Ryan let's just talk about how you think they've done so far we've had uh TJ Brody uh Joe Thornton come in Wayne Simmons uh Nick Folino at the at the trade deadline um mm-hmm. Who else? Yeah. Ben Hutton, he's on the team now. Uh, Rasmus Sandin and Lilligren getting their chance uh, in mm-hmm. the NHL, and they've been really good. Uh, I don't see him with Adam Brooks. Uh, what do you What do you think?
4: In In my opinion, out of all the guys that we picked up, the one that I think is doing the absolute best and the most would definitely be TJ Brody. Yes. that guy has been such a good pickup for us. I think that's part of the reason why. Um. Campbell's looking as good as he is is because TJ Brody is just honestly such a good defender. I I don't think we've ever had a defender that like of this caliber. He's, he's In the last twenty
0: years, I would. Oh, but well, before I would, I I'll say for as long as I've watched,
2: yeah, I've never sorry, seen,
0: I've, I've 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 never seen a, at least have a defender like this. I think some of the older people who watch a ton of the two thousands, like I. When I was a kid, I didn't know much about hockey, so like Thomas Cabrolet and Brian McCabe weren't anything like super special about me. About to to me, but mm-hmm. like older fans who were kind of smart around that time and experienced, they they said like this is the first time we've had like a bit of stability since caberlet and McCabe, um, yeah. which I can agree with. And it just I'm not I'm I'm confident when he's on the ice when it's like a two on one, but Brody's back. It's like I, I'm not even worried right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, he's mm-hmm.
0: extremely poised and experienced and he he's physical and he's a great puck mover um so i i, I just love that we got him and he's yeah. he's really been covering morgan riley's ass um i like, like you know i i like morgan riley as much as the next guy but he is i think a bit more offensive minded than defensive so he makes some silly some silly choices sometimes he's not the best defender in the whole world but Brody is done a great job at covering his ass many many times and uh keep that keep that first pairing looking pretty good. And you can see that with Brody yeah. plus 26, uh Riley plus 17. So just goes yeah. to show, yeah.
4: Yeah, I'm actually not a huge fan of Riley. I don't like I don't mind him, but I don't think he's the best defenseman.
0: He'd almost be and a better just, forward. But Yeah, that's and that's the joke is that he's, he's he is a better forward. Um and I think speaking of Riley, I I think his contract's up next year. Um and yeah. I think he is for sure on. i like I think they'll still protect him in the expansion draft coming up. Maybe I mean they could just leave him unprotected, just and just actually just say fuck it. But the emergence of young Swede Rasmus Sandin finally getting this chance. He's played in nine. He's played nine games so far. I think he's been absolutely fantastic. He played on the yeah. first line for one game when people got their rest. Handled his zone. Um, he looks. Uh, extremely poised, and he looks very calm under pressure. Obviously, some stuff to work on, but um, I think he's just like the perfect replacement, Riley. Since uh, Sandin's also kind of uh, he's he's adequate on offense, and he he on the power play, he 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 knows how to construct it and be patient with the puck and move it around, look for the shot, open things up. Um, I think he's the perfect replacement for Riley, and that uh, I'm glad that makes Riley expandable next year.
4: Yeah. Yeah. San, sandine has been so good. I always want to call him Sundin because he was my favorite Maple Leaf growing up, but Sandine, yeah. man, he was outstanding this year. I, I've loved him so far. And then the other thing I was going to say is the vets that we picked up, I think have been very, very helpful, especially since they're like, they're pretty tough guys, right? They're not just vets. They they actually get out there and take the body and, you know, Simmons, breaking his wrist or was it his wrist or yeah. his hands at the his start of the year? Of the, yeah. He was getting in a ton of fights, and I loved it. Yeah, you know, just... no, nobody was messing with the team because they didn't want to deal with him, which is what I love to see in hockey. You know, It's just it's old school, which is why I think Boston is so good because they play that classic old school hockey. But
0: Yeah, and let's just say that the Leafs and Bruins meet in the Final Four or even in the Stanley Cup, which is a possibility. Uh, I think the Leafs are much, much better equipped to face the Boston Bruins because they're not just gonna get tossed around and bullied everywhere. Um, you have yeah. our younger players who are who can stick up from themselves, like Matthews. He's a you know he's been thrown around his body a, a lot more. Um, you got you know n- noted physical player Nick felino who can stand up and toss toss the toss the mitts. Uh, we got Riley Nash. He's been in the lineup. He's I think he's gonna play tomorrow. He gets in some fights. Joe Thornton's been playing physical. Same with Simmons and Galchenyuk and a lot of the defenders. So I think they've really addressed what they needed to address was just be more physical, get more grit on the team, get people who can stand up for the superstars, and that's what they've done. So
4: and That's actually the other thing I was going to say about the team that did surprise me was how physical they were this year because that was that was my number one problem with Matthews and why I didn't really like him when we first got him. Was uh, he just he was scared to take the body and scared to get hit? Like he would literally give up the puck just to not get hit. But then obviously that was because of his shoulder injury. His shoulder, and a couple concussions, yeah. but yeah. uh, which means but a lot better. So yeah. I, I, I do no, no, yeah, I don't really have problems with him. I agree with you. I like and him a lot more.
0: Just the way he's been throwing his body, like he, I think he he throws hits in the in like a smart way where he's not just like exposing. He's not like throwing shoulder hits. It's more just like, well, he's a kid turning around doing more butt checks and stuff like that. But,
4: uh, yeah, yeah. I
0: think he's, uh, I think it's working and, you know, he's turned into a great player. Um, moving. And then obviously just, yeah, goaltending just real quick. Jack Campbell, nicest guy on the planet. I, it's, it's such a nice surprise, but if you go back and look at his track history, like he, uh, he split he split a season with Jonathan Quick once with the Kings and he had like a nine was it nine twenty five nine thirty save percentage like he's always mm-hmm. been good and last mm-hmm. year I think he played he didn't play a ton of games and he he was like a few like five but and he, he was like yeah. nine twenty five and then we're like okay you know he's good and good and a bunch of y'all fans would say like oh you know that's not gonna work out and if if Freddie gets injured or plays horribly then you guys are you guys are toast. Um but man jack campbell has been such a blessing yeah and gives us stability in the net like i'm not kind of like when kind of like tj brody it's like i i'm not nervous when campbell's in net or if there's a two-on-one i'm like campbell's gonna save this he's uh seven in 21 games he's 17 two and two with a 211 goals against average and a 923 save percentage um and the thing that I noticed is that the team really, really wants to play for him and they like playing for him. Um, yeah. I was they just hate Freddie or anything because they're all best, because they're all best friends and everything, but like, there's just something different about Jack and like, they just, they really want to play for him and give him that shutout and, and Jack totally reciprocates it. You know, he stick taps his, his players every single stop yeah. he has. And uh, it just, he winks, he's winking at them all game and he, if you if it's like a six one game, and the Leafs win. Jack will just be so upset about that one goal and just blame everything on him and like offer mm-hmm. to retire and pay his salary back. It's <laughs> I don't know, he's such a character, and um, you know, you have Frederick Anderson coming back off injury. He's playing his first game tomorrow in NHL versus Ottawa, so we'll see how that goes to see if he can be a serviceable backup. But yeah. I,
4: yeah. And I was, I was talking to a whole bunch of people about this actually is, you know, at this point it is now Campbell's net. It is his to lose. Freddie has to work for it again. He has lost it. It is no longer his net. You know, yeah. can't Camp, what Campbell I think has 20, games played or 20 games played and he's like 16 yeah. and four. Two of those, two of those losses were regulation, two were OT. Like, the dude is outstanding, and obviously, it's not just him, as you said. Like the team is comfortable playing for him; they they know what they have behind them, and it's not a shot to Freddie. It's just I don't I think it's maybe his play style is different, and Campbell's play style just suits the team better. And I I mean I could get really technical with it, but I'm really not going to because we'd be here for another hour probably. Yeah, um, well, the
3: Leafs obviously want to give Freddie a shot because he's starting their next game, so they're nice. gonna check him out. Yeah, it's against Ottawa though. It's, yeah. it's more
0: it's it's more so just knowing what they have in Freddie. Like he he's playing the AHL the last uh, week and he got lit up a, quite a few yeah. times. So yeah, I think he not too great. He finally got cleared for the NHL. So like I think they're seeing what they have in Freddie, and it's like, can you be a serviceable backup? So if Campbell gets injured or if he gets bombshelled can yeah. we trust Freddie to go in or do we have, do we have to go to david riddich who they picked up from calgary um earlier and he hasn't really had a great season either so now, do
4: you do you go riddich or do you go hutch is the other thing cuz hutch has been pretty solid as well
0: i just don't trust hutch with any part of my life he, he, really? yes yes he had a good good couple of games he had a shutout i mean he's played in eight games 4 and 3 but um if we're talking playoffs and we're going up against Edmondson, like I don't know if I trust Hutchinson to be the Honor McDavid, you know, stopper or in better in even yeah, if we're in the final four, like I'd rather roll my dice with Freddie then because like in, in yeah. terms of playoffs, I'm a huge fan of experience and poise um, in terms of goalies. So like at least like Freddie has experience and Redditch, at least he has something. That's I don't, true. It's just it's tough. It's it's a good problem to have. Um, yes. Especially with our with our depth, like today, that our extras were uh, Pierre Engvall, Galchenyuk, Adam Brooks, um, mm-hmm. Sandine. Like those were all our extra players today. Because yeah, the team, I, the team goes pretty deep right now. Hyman and Felino and back. So it's it's similar to Keish sent thing today to our group chat about the Penguins lines, and they're all they're all healthy for the first time in so long. Um, <laughs> and same with the same with the Leafs, their their lines today, like everyone's back. It's just uh, it's just a celebration. Finally, get to see some healthy lines. Um, they had Hyman on that first line, Felino on that second line, which forced uh, Galchenyuk out, and Riley Nash centering that third line with Kerfoot and Soupy, and then the, all all the veterans on the third line. I mean, on the fourth line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it it just it. I'm so happy because I'm I'm comfortable. It's like well, if someone gets injured, it's like um like if i mean, gets injured okay felino moves up is on that second line again i'm not worried at all like they, they've they been doing that or if thornton has to go on the first line like he's been doing for like a quarter of the season like i'm not gonna throw up it's like okay well at least it's it's not the end of the world um or if pierre engvall has to go on the third line i'm not going to cry yeah. about it because yeah. he's been there Or if adam brooks has to go on the fourth line it's not a big deal so yeah. and you still got bogosian and and rasmus sandin and if they decide not to go with Ben Hutton because Ben Hutton was in the starting lineup today, so he's been a welcome surprise. So I'm liking the Leafs odds. We didn't talk a. I'm about freaking Montreal. That's fine. <laughs> we 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 have to wrap it. We have to wrap things up now. Um We talk about big goal. Cole.
4: No. Oh God! Uh, no. You know, no, hey, I,
0: you know what? I can't stand him. One, one 5 on five point in his first ten games. Like I don't care about short having king stand goals, baby. Short, short king stand a up. goals, little arcade goals at the end of the.
1: He game, ripped whatever. from the high slot in overtime on three v three with no screen in front of the net. Say, it,
4: it was a really nice goal, but I just I couldn't stand him because of the juniors, the World Juniors. Yeah, I'll never I'll
0: never get over him. Uh forever rival. I'm happy for Montreal fans. Yeah, we are acting like he is better than Crosby. So it's just I I take some offense to that. Like I think I don't think he's the second coming of Jesus, and I don't think he's the solution to all their problems because Montreal effing sucks. Yeah, but
1: if he's that... five seven lighting it up as a rookie, like I'm I'm here for it.
0: Lighting lighting what up?
1: He's been good. Give him a break, man. He's not he didn't score 40 oh. goals this year, but he was good. He was clutch. He scored a couple OT goals. I don't care about 5 on 5. I'd rather have
0: an OT game winner than a 5 on 5 goal in a 7-1 game. You're not you're not going to you're not going to get to overtime if you can't produce in regulation. <laughs> yeah, but you're
1: not going to you're not going to get the two, you're like I'd rather have two points than one and get the win in overtime.
0: No, I'm just saying that Caulfield is not the the, the Personally, best player. In the I'd league. rather
3: the two points and not let the other team have one point but that's just me
1: yeah but like if you get there if you get there i want a guy that's going to win it for us also um just like speaking of like the goal scoring and how they scored goals just want to point this out like after we get away from like the leafs the leafs pod is pretty much what this is going to be called (laughs) um austin matthews 40 goals not a single one of them was an empty net
4: yes that's true that's insane
1: yeah, that's, that's really incredible. Like, empty net goals like can usually account for like five a season, right? Like, for yeah. one player. Uh, yeah. Especially in a 40 goal season with like how many he did to have mm-hmm. zero empty net goals. Even better. Just completely forgot about that until we started. Brady started shitting on Cole Caulfield. So just had to, had to, had to gas up the tires a little bit out of
0: Matt's. Uh... Yeah. I, um... And I gas just, up I the just, tires, baby, I just love. <laughs> The amount of different ways that Matthews can score, like uh, goalies have talked about it around the league, they they they're like he's so unpredictable. He can go any side, no matter where he goes, snapshot, wrist shot, slapper, like it doesn't it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You never know what's coming. Mm-hmm. He's so.
4: dangerous for sure,
0: very dangerous. Uh, so yeah, I like the Leafs. Uh, West Division: Golden Knights versus Blues, Colorado versus Wild. You know, we don't have time to go into it really. We we gotta we gotta Colorado go.
4: takes the whole division.
0: But you know, let, let's you go. let's go Rado. Top top line in the league, as Keish says. Um no Vegas has been super super hot. What? <laughs> Penguins <laughs> are the best line in the league. Oh my god. I'll pull up the transcripts right now. You always say Landis Skog in and McKinnon is the best in the league.
1: Oh, I do not. It's Russ Gensel Crosby, best first line in the league.
0: Maybe that's another quiche I'm thinking of then. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, have many friends in Keyshawn. So many. I have one. Uh, I have one other one. Uh, would you really? On Twitter. Okay. I don't. Okay. Whatever. We'll go talk ahead. about it. After. <laughs> right, well, he's a nice guy. Um, no. Yeah. Go. I, yeah. See if Colorado can. Uh, and I would love to see Leafs versus Colorado. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. What if it was like McDavid versus Matthews, and then like Boston and Toronto, and then uh, Matthews versus McKinnon? That would be. I, and then. I so Matthews specific. versus Crosby for the cup. They can't have all three in the, the in the final four, but <laughs> it was Boston first and then there's only one more game after.
1: Well that. get rid of Boston. Boston's
0: not making it. Oh, well, I hope they do. Pittsburgh's Cup this year.
1: Speaking. Calling it now.
0: Can you imagine if the Leafs no. first faced uh, if the Leafs faced <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh? <laughs> Could that be is that a finals matchup possibility?
4: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is.
0: I think anything is. I think it's just like it's reseeded based on something after in the final do they four. reseed after, Brady. after Brady, the round? if it's if it's I mean just like yeah, based after on the, regular season. I think it's. I think it's
1: after the the first two rounds are done, the third round is 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 completely reseeded. I don't know because oh. they don't have conferences, right? They have divisions. They don't have any conferences, so yeah, yeah. I probably should have looked this up and seen how seeing how it will work.
0: But is it is it just like best records and one versus four, or the like points? Will, it will it end like... up being
1: like regular season record it gives you the your seed because right. that that's how you determine home place
0: What
1: Brady, a Leafs Penguins Stanley Cup final i would be going nuts like i like i would oh. i don't, I don't I, i'm 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 sorry everybody stay home follow the lockdown restrictions we're watching every single game together and i'm i'm we're gonna i'm gonna be screaming the entire game like i don't i don't <laughs> care we're vaxxed up baby i don't want uh yeah we're, we're well we're single shot vaxxed up but we're vaxxed up we can hold on vaxxed up cool
0: um, let's get these rapid fire questions shall we
1: yeah um rapid aiden fire. ryan you guys uh you guys ready to ask these for for tomlin Ryan, your first
0: waxed, waxed
3: baby. No, not that. <laughs> <laughs> you're waxed? Um Tomlin, Matthews or McKinnon, who are you picking?
1: Uh McKinnon. I, I, I thought you would say that. I was just trying to pick like a decent comparison. Like it, I feel like there's like a tier list there. Anyways, sorry, I'm not gonna go into it. Yeah, rapid fire, these are
0: Rapid fire. No discussion. Okay. What did you want to be growing up? Bracket. Can't say hockey player.
4: Damn, that's what I was gonna say. Um, yeah, of course. Chiropractor. A
0: kid?
1: A kid. <laughs> a kid. You want to be a chiropractor a like when you were a child? Dude, yeah, child. I thought that stuff was so cool. I couldn't even oh, pronounce chiropractor until like twenty eighteen. Well, his uncle was one, his, one, so your so uncle yeah. did it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh.
1: Still can't say
2: that.
3: Word. Word. Most debate
2: question. Oh okay. Most <laughs> debate oh. question on the podcast. <laughs> smooth or crunchy peanut butter.
4: Yeah, you see I've heard all the all the debates about this and uh I'm about to disappoint a lot of people, I think. Oh, no. I'm a I'm a crunchy guy.
2: Let's oh. go! Okay, Let's no, you're, go! Good. you're good. You you chose like right. disappointing nobody. There is a right answer on that one. And you, and chose you got it. it.
1: Oh what? It's I could've dope. sworn you guys were all smooth. No, no we're all cool. crunchy except for Ryan. Heck no. Well uh, in terms you know? of peanut butter. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> Oh, good. Brian
0: is smooth yeah. like something else. Um, like his brain. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, didn't, Thanks, I didn't know if that was okay. Yeah, it's fine. He's fine. fine. Go, go, go. Uh, f- fire. <laughs> favorite
1: movie?
4: Uh Oh, God. Gladiator? Oh, good one. Okay. I haven't okay. seen that
3: one. That's a good answer. That's like everybody's favorite movie almost. It's like Gladiator? such a classic.
4: It's so good interesting
3: um if you have a stack of pancakes sorry what's (laughs) that i said if not if
4: not gladiator then dark knight oh that's i've seen that one favorite
1: i've seen that Um, that.
3: that um, if you have a stack of pancakes do you eat them individually or as a stack both
1: what i'll I'll (laughs) like right just no i'll actually like
4: separate them and put like syrup on each of them and then i'll stack them cut them and eat them in
1: a stack
2: okay okay okay, okay
1: sure okay he's yeah, yeah. acceptable yeah but like he's on thin ice right <laughs> like that's like everyone agrees with that
3: yeah you're you're skating It's close for sure
1: oh yeah oh for sure I'll he's skating. skating brady he with the with the fan favorite question
0: Fan favorite question um always requested by the fans um what's the biggest animal you could take in a fight the T-Rex.
1: Okay. All right,
2: Delvin, get out of here, <laughs> Shut up, Delvin, bro. Uh, no, 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 yeah. When Delvin said it, we were all like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, totally." Yeah,
1: yeah, percent, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, sure, you sure. could. For sure, for uh, sure. Like, how many T Rexes? <laughs> Dude,
4: uh, like, like a T Rex and a Stegosaurus, and like a a volcano on there too. I don't know.
2: <laughs> no, no, probably, probably like a, a dog DW or something,
4: like a medium-sized
1: dog. Okay i can get behind that i can get behind that aiden
2: uh yes what is your favorite arena you've ever played in oh that's tough played in some cool arenas oh god uh
4: matthews were you in the tournament in michigan where we played in the michigan wolverines big house
3: you did what now i played in so many tournaments (laughs) that was when i started
4: that was when i started eating mexican food before every hockey game (laughs) because i had an outstanding game in the big house i gotta shut out that game i'm pretty sure we beat some Texas team like how have i never heard that that's so sick i've definitely told you that i had chipotle that was the first time i had chipotle i had chipotle before this game it was a tournament lights out, I killed that game and from that point on I just had Mexican food before every hockey game and if I didn't I just didn't play well. It was the weirdest thing. Anyways I used to, try I would, to probably add on that then like Guelph the Guelph uh, what's the Guelph Storms arena name? I don't even know.
1: I really wish our Guelph guy did not just leave but um... Center. Oh great name. Yeah. Oh speaking of Sleeman
3: I, I remember Bob Ryan. Yeah quiet I a great remember um, having a uh, a deep dish pizza before some tournament game in varsity. That was flame, I Remember just <laughs> suffering on the bench. You were, you <laughs> were
4: suffering it. on the bench. I was backup that game. I didn't have to play. That wasn't that wasn't varsity though. That was uh, that was doubles.
3: Oh, was it? Well, it was terrible. Yeah, because my mom was. <laughs> I was to get
4: the get the pizza. Remember,
3: not a great meal, I remember, boys. I, well, yeah. Well, so the problem we we were running like low defensemen, so I was out there every other shift. yeah, and I was like, we, I, it was it was so early because I, I was eating the pizza as I got dressed. I remember that. So yeah. it was just sitting like in like it just like ten tons in my stomach.
2: That sounds well, brutal. It was, what was it? it wasn't
4: that early. It was just that we like we played a game because it was a tournament. We played the game. We were waiting to find out if we were moving on found out we were moving on but we were already like eating this pizza and matthews like crushed his like he demolished that and then we were like oh we have another game and he's like oh god i'm like well it doesn't affect me because i'm just working the door this game I'm, i'm back up this game we're alternating so i just got to see matthews come off the bench and just groan every time he just looked at me he's like dude that was such a poor choice and it's like couldn't, the couldn't all right.
3: best games were when Ryan was back up, because like we, he was he would just chill on the bench with us. And talk.
1: <laughs> just Because like on Ryan's one.
3: playing, you can't really talk to him. He's in the zone. Plus, he's like usually pretty behind you. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah,
1: pretty far. Step we got goes for goalie. Anyways, Ryan, uh, what is your go-to beer?
3: Uh,
1: Stella. Oh wait, no, oh, Modelo, Modelo. Oh, I have. Ooh. You know what? I've been meaning to try them. Still haven't got to them. So good! Oh my okay. god, You're good. I stand by. I, I gotta, I gotta indulge. And Ryan, you got the last question here.
3: Uh, yeah. So if we each had twelve shots, uh, and I, Brady's gone now, but including him, uh, three shots each on you in a shootout. How many are we scoring?
1: Like Case and Punt. <laughs> well,
4: Brady's not scoring any. Fair. Aiden. <laughs> I don't think you're scoring any either. No, not a chance. Oh, 0
3: for 6, hate to see it. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Tough start.
2: Keish, <laughs> He picked the two easiest targets though.
4: Well, that's that's how I'm doing. it. I'm trying to think course like Quiche, Process
2: could... of elimination, I get it.
4: You could probably get like at least one, I would think. I would hope. At one least for one for 7, baby. <laughs> one for 9, dude. <laughs> I'll I'll give Keish one for sure. Uh, Matthews. Um, See, we've played together so, so much. Like, I don't even... I'd know. say it's
3: pretty even fitty-fitty on that one.
4: Yeah, it, like, you and me would be a toss-up. I feel like, but here's my thing is that it's definitely in the goalie's favor. So I would say... I want to say one out of three, but I feel like it could be two, definitely.
1: I'm saying I'm scoring two. Actually, got, I retract I got that.
4: that. Keith, you're not scoring. Matthew should score <laughs> one. You guys if, are going find one for twelve.
3: One for twelve. If if, I, if <laughs> I had to guess, I'd say Keish probably scores one. Tomlin was pretty good in shootouts. We didn't have we didn't do shootouts a Dude, lot, I to be
4: loved I mean, shootouts. That was my But shit. Uh,
3: Since he's so big, he can just sit in the net and outweight you. So he's pretty good. I'd say I'd score like I'd say if I could say one and a half, I would because like if you did yeah. two separate times, I might score twice out of three and I might score once out of three another time
4: if if you could transfer like brady's to you and Aiden's to Keish, i think it would be a little different because can you even like i don't even know if they can skate that well
1: here's the thing I here's the thing game anymore. plan game plan okay. is very first shot Aiden's taking it he's going full speed he can't stop he's just going to slam into you. then we got half a goal to deal with we're yes. going 12 for 12. 11 for 12.
4: I've had way worse than that happen, and I still stayed in.
3: (laughs) What if if Aiden just, like, stands on my skates? What if Aiden just, like, stands (laughs) on my skates, and I skate him in, and then I, like, I guide him through a shot type thing? I
4: I think that would be even harder for you guys.
2: I think, if anything, like, it's probably better to just let me go. Because, like, at that point, I'll just be like... Uh, so far out of control that i'll be going like fast so it's like maybe and like (laughs) that's the thing maybe tomlin will expect me to do something else um but i'll just do something that like no hockey player would ever do so maybe that would throw him off
1: exactly i i think what we do is we we probably won't be able to get ice but let's get um let's get the road hockey going and we can we can do uh We can we can do it. We can give it a go. Nope. I'm, I don't rule. do Ron goalie and road never hockey. Plays,
3: never plays goalie and road hockey. This is one rule. fine. I never. I will
1: I will rent out an ice rink so that way we can do this. All right, I'm in. Yeah, Case but for like, content. if
4: <sighs> I just the thing is, I feel like it's biased in my favor because like in a shootout, it's definitely the odds are in favor of the goalie. You know, like every shootout yeah. you watch, majority of the time the goalie's making the save. Yeah. Um. If you oh, you know what would be a good one though? If you did like a four on 0 where you guys like tic tac toe it around me. We did drills for that in hockey, and that was fun. That would be yeah. I, if you I had twelve a, chances I, at that. Then I think it would be a pure 50-50, because then Aiden and Brady could both just stand there too and tic tac toe. Ryan, right, I just shots. I think we're
3: scoring I'm... one out of twelve if it's a four on 0 But if it's a two on 0 and it's me and Keish, we might score almost all of them
1: i uh, know it no, definitely
3: makes no. it harder with with two extra people that's for
1: sure i'd agree with that because you're looking to get them the puck but anyways may, maybe we'll rent out a pad of ice we'll fly ryan home expensive day and then we'll we'll, we'll put Ryan through some <laughs> hockey challenges case oh, my content um unfortunately though we are out of time tomlin we got to have you back on there's a lot more banter that we could uh we could dish out with you um for sure, for sure. you did great for coming on um thank you and normally, normally your uh, Instagram link's gonna be down in the description, so everybody go follow Ryan. Um, mm. And normally I would throw it over to Brady for the outro, but I think I'm gonna have to throw it over to Aiden for this one. Aiden, you wanna hit us with the outro?
2: Oh man, put me on the spot like that. All right, your time. Well, thanks for it's listening. Like um, I, I actually, I I just blanked so hard, Ryan. I think we're oh, gonna be high
3: and inside the ten.
1: Oh, you're close, on with may
3: your pucks be high and down inside the red line.
2: See ya, uh, folks.
3: Go bear. See folks.